0: You're listening to the Unstoppable Ecommerce Podcast. I'm Karen Parkinson.
1: And I'm Megan Winter. It takes more than a great product, a pretty website, and some social media to have a successful online store, but you've probably already figured that out.
0: So after a decade each in the industry, we thought it was about time we shared our knowledge, experience, and wisdom with you so you can sell more on your online store. Before we dive in, if you enjoy this episode, please like, share, and leave a review. It would mean the world to us. Plus, it will help other online store owners find the information they're looking for. Let's dive in. We hope you enjoy this episode. So here's the uncomfortable truth about your ideal customer avatar. You're not clear enough on who your ideal customer is. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Yeah, ouch. (laughs) This is true for almost every single online store owner we talk to. So let me explain why this is a problem and what you can do about it to sell more on your online store. So what even is your ideal customer avatar? I remember when this term was first pitched to me, I was thinking of like the little blue guys from the movie and I'm like sitting there in this masterclass, listening about avatars, thinking about the movie, thinking about what they were saying, going... This makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> this is not the movie I remember. Like, what are they talking about? <laughs> so I came to learn that an avatar, your ideal customer avatar, just refers to a single person that you use as the true north to direct all your marketing efforts towards. They don't have to be blue, and they probably aren't. <laughs> so you they might get... have pink hair, though. <laughs> <laughs> they might have pink hair or blue hair. Hey. <laughs> So you want to get so super specific that this person has a name and even a profile photo. You can imagine you're talking to this person whenever we create anything for our business. So this includes your homepage, your product descriptions, your emails, your social media, or your Facebook ads.
1: Yeah. So it's really, really important that we have this ideal customer avatar really clearly defined. And there's a couple of reasons for this. The number one thing is humans. Last time I checked, humans buy from humans. So yes, people, (laughs) not avatars, not the blue (laughs) avatars. Sure, people are buying through their screen when they're buying from your online store. So they're buying through their mobile or through their computer or whatever, but they're still humans. So the people who are actually transacting are still humans. That's why in our episode with Corbin about influencers, he actually doesn't use the word influencer he just used the word people. And when we're thinking about our customers, it's actually a really good idea to think about them as people instead of just customers. So when you create that connection, so human to human connection, you're creating a sense of belonging and trust. And if anything has, if this whole last couple of months and year, the year has taught us that human connection, belonging and trust, and, you know, just having that sense of having a strong connection with other humans, it is so, so important. So basic human psychology says that for us to genuinely engage and influence people, we have to understand them first and relate to them. So you want your ideal customer to read your marketing or whatever you're putting out there, your con- your social media, your content and go, "Oh my god, how did she know that? She is reading my mind." So by getting super crystal clear with who you're talking to in your marketing, you're going to have this like Karen said, a true north when you're writing your messaging, your content, your email, your paid media. Not only is it going to be easier for you to write, but it's actually going to be way cheaper because you aren't then going to be wasting money on eyeballs who aren't your ideal customer.
0: And I've got a little story here just to give you an idea of how important this is. So when it comes to our Igniter program, the audience module is one of the very first ones. And the Facebook module is one of the very last ones. And people love to skip ahead. (laughs) They love to go, no, 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 I just want to get stuck into those Facebook ads. It's what's going to make me all the money. And they love to skip things like profit planning or ideal audience. And we actually now release our course that you have to do them in order because we know that you need every piece of the puzzle in order for your Facebook ads to be really successful. You have to have your website converting really well. You have to know who your customer is. Your messaging has to be spot on. Your content has to be right and engaging. And you have to have your email set up, ready to go. So we make people do them in order. But back when we first launched the course, we used to let people skip ahead if they wanted to, although we would suggest that they did it in order. So one of our uh, students, Jody, she went through the whole course And she got to her Facebook ads and they just weren't working. And we were like, what is going on here? Because she has a really great product and things are looking good. And we're like, okay, Shodi. And we talked to her and went through things. And she eventually admitted to us that she skipped the module all on audiences because she's like, oh, I know who my audience is. Everyone can buy my stuff. It's fine. Everyone loves it. And by skipping this, she really didn't do herself justice in that her targeting wasn't quite right. Her messaging wasn't quite right because she didn't know exactly who she was talking to. And if you try to talk to everyone, you'll relate to no one. So if somebody, as Megan said, can see something in their newsfeed and go, oh my goodness, that was so written for me. It's because that person knows who their target audience is and they can talk exactly to them. If you're trying to make sure that everything you write is super generic so that you're not offending anyone or not really pointing anyone out or leaving anyone out, then you're not actually bringing anyone in either. You're not making them read that and go, yes, that's for me. So skipping this step in your business is really going to be a disservice to yourself and any future marketing efforts.
1: Yeah. So why are we saying, why did we open up this podcast by saying you are not clear on who your ideal customer is the answer is that almost everyone we speak to is not as clear as they think they are as to who their ideal customer audience is and there's a simple answer for this the reason for this and that is fomo fear of missing out so often times people will be worried about missing on out on a sale from you know somebody if they try to be so super specific if they say Um, So for an example, let's just say you sell women's fashion. You might say, my ideal customer avatar is busy mums with kids. So this is a good start, but it's really way too broad and vague. So we want you to get even more super specific than this. And actually, a lot of people will say, my ideal target audience is women, 35 to 45. If you're saying that, you're absolutely, (laughs) you're definitely too broad. But even saying busy mums with kids is still too broad because we want to narrow that down. We want to, wherever you are, you want to narrow it down even more. So busy single mums who work full-time, who have primary school-aged kids and who are ready to
0: start dating again. that They're going to have a bit of a different wardrobe to somebody <laughs> who's not looking to get any attention. <laughs> exactly. Well, like all of those things,
1: right, you can kind of step into those people's shoes and really talk to them. Now, this is, as I said, FOMO, this is where people step in and go, yeah, but mums who aren't single mums can buy my product. Married mums can buy my clothes too. Or some of my dresses are nursing friendly and I don't want to exclude, you know, nursing mothers from buying from me. Or women who don't have kids also look great in my jeans or, you know, whatever the equivalent to your business is. And yes, that's true. But here's the thing that is really important for you to get you are not blocking those people from buying from you. You're not saying, no, I'm not going to take your money, sorry. You're not a single <laughs> mom who's working full-time, who has primary school age kids and who's ready to start dating again. You're not that, so you can't buy my product. You're, you're not saying 34, not 35. <laughs> you cannot buy my jeans. <laughs> you are, yeah. You're not a woman 30, 35 to 45 years of age. You, you cannot buy my products. You're not saying no to people. You're just really clearly defining who you're attracting. And if other people come in because they like your products too, they can still give you their money and you can still take their money.
0: (laughs) So you need to niche down and here's why. So we talked about how most store owners we talk to have this massive case of FOMO when it comes to narrowing down their ideal customer. But if you try to be everything to everyone, you'll be nothing to no one. So by niching down and getting so super specific around who your ideal customer avatar is, your marketing can be so much more engaging, magnetic and unique. So when you display genuine understanding and empathy for your ideal customer avatar situation, you create a sense of belonging and trust. And as Megan said before, that is so important in this day and age, if not more than ever. So you want your ideal customer to read your marketing and go, OMG, that is me. <laughs> so you, You're reading my mind. I trust you. And this is exactly what I've been looking for. So you want your ideal customer to trust that you understand her needs or his needs and that your products can help her.
1: Yeah. So as Karen said there, by trying to be everything to everyone, you will be nothing to no one. And that is exactly the risk of not niching down. So if you try and include everyone in your message, you will ultimately have really weak, diluted messaging that just won't resonate with everyone. Not everyone is going to love your stuff. And that is a good thing. You want some people to hate your stuff because then some people are going to love your stuff. So not only do you risk not attracting anyone or being way too weak in your messaging, but you also actually attract risk attracting the wrong people. So that's even more detrimental because you're wasting money on getting people to your website. Your, you know, your conversion rate is going to be really low. You're ultimately attracting people who won't love your product and who are never going to buy from you anyway. So there's
0: actually real monetary risks of not niching down. Yeah. And I remember doing this like for my own businesses previously as well. And I did actually run a Facebook ad course years and years ago, and all my marketing was towards women. All of my marketing, if you've met me, it was pink, it was bright, it was colourful. I only targeted women. It was all written to her. And the first six people who bought my course were men. So (laughs) we talk about like being fearful of excluding people, but just because you are talking to this one particular person doesn't mean that other people won't relate. So don't be afraid of that. So our challenge to you now is no matter how niche you think you are, we challenge you to niche down or narrow down your audience just that little bit more. So it's going to make your messaging, your content, your email, your paid media, everything so much easier. And when it comes to paid traffic, it's going to be cheaper because you're not going to be wasting money on eyeballs who aren't your ideal customer. So how do you do this? So you want to get really clear on your ideal customer. You want to drill down and define their demographics. So how old are they? Are they married, single, divorced, and bitter? Do they have kids? How much do they earn? All of that Divorced and happy. (laughs) Divorced and happy. Yeah, that happens too.
1: (laughs) So then you want to, once you've done the demographics, then you want to get into their vibe. So are they a mountains or a beach person? Do they wear makeup or do they go natural? Uh, What's in there? You know, what do they drink first thing in the morning? As we deep dive into this, This is a lot deeper than a lot of people go. They kind of just stop at the demographics. So do the demographics, but also do their vibe.
0: Yeah. Then there's things like their beliefs. So do they believe in global warming? Would they get a pet from a rescue or a pet shop? Do they believe in second chances? Do they save money or do they spend it? Do they care about politics? Do they buy organic? And then there's how they show up
1: in the world. So Do they prefer to watch TV or read? Do they watch, what do they watch on Netflix? How do they move their body for exercise? Do they travel first class? All of these things you want to get deep down into how they show up in the world externally.
0: Then we look at what do they fear? Now, this is really important as far as some of these fears, your product might answer for them. So we're thinking about like, what do they secretly fear might be true about their life? And it might be relating to that service or product they're about to buy or in general, what keeps them awake at night and what stresses them out. And then, so that's once you get into the juicy
1: stuff of what do they fear, then you want to go into what do they desire?
0: So what do they see? This reminds me of Lucifer. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) talking of Netflix for the Lucifer fans out there. What is it that you desire? (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, what is their the desire?
1: Get into their creepy Netflix habits, and but this is that's awesome because if you know right that your ideal customer avatar, even if you're selling shoes, if they all love and you can get, you can start asking questions. Like, use your Instagram stories to start asking questions. What do you watch on Netflix? If like 50% of them are watching, oh, a cult Netflix series start talking to them about that and drop little things that only they would understand. So get into, you know, what is it that they, not not only what they fear but what they really want. So um, what do they say they want but what do they secretly want that they don't tell people?
0: Yeah. So um, I really loved this note that we got from Katrina. One of our Igniter students She said, hey, Megan and Karen, I've worked through the lessons one by one, even though I've been running my business for a few years and know the importance of an ideal customer audience, I've always just had a vague idea of who she is. Now that I've completed this exercise that we've just run you through, uh, it's so much more specific. I think this will have a huge impact on my business. What do you think? And then a little bit later, she said, I'm in the middle of my price rise campaign. I've had a great response. It was a scary move, but necessary to keep growing. Customers have been great about it. Sales are up 200% compared to last month and well over my sales target. So she was putting her prices up and by targeting the right people and talking to them the right way, already are doubling her sales. So yeah, getting clear on your ideal customer audience is kind of important. <laughs> yeah, makes a big difference.
1: So go through, do this exercise, no matter where you are in your ideal customer avatar get a little bit clearer, niche down just that little bit more. And if you're not clear on who your ideal customer avatar is at all, firstly, we are actually opening up our Ecom Igniter program in when? September? September. September. So you can go ahead and jump on the waitlist for that. Anyone who's on the waitlist is going to have an exciting special access to a offer. special offer. Yeah. Um, but also we have a free group, Unstoppable Ecommerce Entrepreneurs. So jump in there and you can start the conversation as to really just getting some feedback around who your ideal customer avatar is. So yeah, we'll see you on the inside. See you in there. Bye.